Welcome to the No Shame on You podcast, where we talk to mental health professionals, educators, and advocates. No Shame on You is a 501c3 organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. Our goal is for people who need help to seek it, for family members and friends to know how to provide proper support and to save lives. Now, here's your host, No Shame on You's founder and president, Miriam Ament. Welcome to the 22nd podcast of No Shame on You, an organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. My name is Miriam Ament, and I am the founder and executive director of No Shame on You. Today, I am thrilled that we are joined by Eitan Mayer, a teenager who is joining us to speak about social media and mental health from his perspective. Hi, Eitan, so wonderful to have you here. Likewise, thanks for having me on. It's it's such a treat. Um, So first of all, how have you been doing during these challenging times in our world? All things considered, I think I've been doing okay. Um, I think in comparison to a lot of other people who've suffered a lot, um, I think that I've been okay. Um, it's, It's very hard. Um, but I think that, um, I'm optimistic, um, about the vaccine and, um, also the, the, the weather starting to change also has an impact on my mood. Yeah. Uh, so, um, seeing the 55 degree weather, 46 degree, you know, weather days makes me happy that it's above freezing. So I can, I can smile about that. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So speaking of uh, weather, where are you in college that they're 55 degree days and what, what yeah. are you doing? I'm a uh, sophomore at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, um, and oh. I am a psych major, uh, neurobio. Uh, I'm also pre-med, and I'm also planning on minoring in Jewish studies. So. Wow. So you have you have not much going on at all, is what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like to be busy. I love it. Yes, um, yes. You know, I, it's great. Um, so social media has been shown to have both positive and negative effects on teens and young adults. Um, and we've talked about this in previous conversations. In um, high school, did social media help you feel connected to other teens? I'll answer that with a yes and no okay. um, to make things more complicated, of course. Um, you know, I think that uh, it's a yes because um, like, for example, in my school, it was like 50 kids and but in, in my grade. Um, and we, we had like a Facebook group for our whole class and like we could all keep connected and we would like post funny things and whatever and mouths, whatever. However, at times it was also like, a, I also felt like othered. If, you know, people were going out do, and doing things, which obviously is their right, I would still feel kind of othered and kind of a little just off like just out of it, you know, a little bit. And it, it, it was hard, but I feel like, I feel like with anything in life, you have pluses and minuses. Um, and, but especially in high school for me, it was hard because um, there was just, you know, wasn't like I had a grade of 600 people. I had like 50 kids and like, I knew everybody and I knew, you know, so. Right. So, yeah. well, and how did, so, oh, I see. So it helped you in some ways feel connected, but then you'd see kids going out and that's when you'd feel on social right. media and that's where you'd feel othered. Right, right. And it's not, it's not that if I, if I could just say this, it's not to say that them doing that, is, that it's their right, it's their life. I'm not judging them. What I am saying is, is that in my perspective, it was hard for me because I want to be a social person and it wasn't like, I, I don't know. It just, there, there, something wasn't, I don't know. So, yeah. 
No, that makes sense. Um, how did you, how did you, you said yes and no. So how did social media make you feel connected to other teens? I feel like it, um, there were times where um, I would see people who were, um, especially like when I say social media, I'm not just talking about like, you know, regular accounts. I'm also talking about like things about Israel and things about Judaism and things about things that are important to me that I would see posts. They aren't just people necessarily, but there's somebody behind them. There's an organization behind them. And that would make me realize that, you know, I might, socially it might be hard, but there's a lot of people who share a lot of the same philosophy that I do about certain things. And I feel like that connected me. I feel like the more kind of, more social side of it, you know, really kind of was harder for me. So, yeah. Interesting. No, it's interesting. So yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so did you observe, so because of this feeling other, did you observe any effects on the mental health of either yourself or your peers with regard to using social media? For me personally, yes. Um, I am not um, telepathic, so and I can't read other people's <laughs> brains. So unfortunately, I can't answer uh, that second question. However, I will say that um, the amount of, even though like somebody could have a cognition about something and still it still like makes them feel bad. Like I can know that like mental health or or, me, or Instagram is like a fat shot in somebody's life. You scroll through and it's not like all the time. It's like here, here, you know, it's little bits and pieces. I can acknowledge that and still say, well, that's, that's a little solace and a little comfort. Um, and I think what, what happened with me is that I, I would get, it, it was very not good for my mental health. It was, you know, I would see people Saturday nights, you know, people go to parties and whatever, and I would just be sitting at home and I'd be, you know, bored and I'd, just wanted to have not necessarily go to parties and get crazy, crazy, whatever, but just have a social life, not the particular, it's just a general thing of a social life. Right. And um, it, it was not good on my mental health. Um, and I think that um, it, it, for my peers, I'm not so sure. Um, I feel like, you know, it depends on who you are. It depends on your, 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 to get a little, it depends on your chemistry. It depends on just who you are. Like you can't, I, I, you know, I feel like to each their own and to each person, they interact with social media in a different way. And that's what makes life beautiful is that everybody has their own perspective and every, you know, to each their own. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. You're, and we're um, lucky enough to have you here sharing your perspective and we're, and we're grateful for that. So I appreciate you uh, sharing your perspective. And I, I think one thing we didn't say is you're involved in so many, you, you touched on the fact that social media made you feel connected in high school based on your philosophies about things. And you're someone who's involved, you, you have beliefs and you get behind and you get involved in all sorts of things. So I think that um, that's a connection that, that other people might, you know, not have because they don't get involved in all that kind of stuff. So I think it's great that it has afforded you that connection, uh, with other people who, who have similar, uh, perspectives on life and beliefs and stuff like that. Um, since you've been in college, has social media been beneficial? And if so, how? Um, so I've only been in college for, wow, I'm surprised I can't even count for a year and a half <laughs> for, um, yeah, yeah, for almost a year and a half now. Um, and again, I noticed the same things. It's, it's the same things. Although in high school, I feel like it was much more concerted. Because um, again, I had 50 people in my class and I knew other people, but most people I knew, whatever. So I feel like here, like I know a lot of people, but part of the beauty of a 
bigger, you know, school, bigger public school is that you have a bunch of these different niches and you can go here, 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 find different people and there's different, you know, whatever. And so I still see the same thing. It might not be like all my friends are in one space, but it's a lot of like, you know, little individual kind of here, there, and it's, but it's, I notice it still. Um, and especially during the quarantine, um, you know, um, I got onto TikTok as many people uh, right. kind of leapt to. Um, and uh, again, everything in life has a positive and a negative to it. Right. And, um, you know, there, there are many, we, we call in, in TikTok nomenclature, we call them sides of TikTok, like cooking side of TikTok versus like, you know, whatever. And there's many parts of TikTok that like, you know, I like and, you know, various cooking videos, various this, this, that, the other thing, which are great. But there's also this kind of TikTok where you have people who are like, you know, these like models and whatever that are just, you know, and it's just like, okay, like, whatever. So in, 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 to answer your question more succinctly, I feel like it's, it's, it's the same. And I think that um, it is very much the same. Um, I feel like especially during COVID, it's even harder because what happens is that I have certain values about, you know, COVID and about different social distancing, that kind of thing. I'm not going to go to a party with 50 people, whatever. And part of me, there's a cognitive dissonance that comes in that says, okay, wait, you want to go to to be social. And at the same time, you have this values piece that runs up against it. And how do you kind of, and in the therapy that I'm in, DBT, we, we talk about walking the middle path of how do you kind of straddle those two and kind of be like, well, okay, I see this and I see this. Okay, so how do I walk in the middle and say, I acknowledge both of you and I'm going to try to find a way to integrate both. Um, and it's hard. It's, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's easy. It's, it's really hard. And um, I think COVID is, has been a very, very hard time for mental health as you, you guys have focused a lot during the, the pandemic, uh, thankfully. Um, and um, I, I just feel like it's a big, you know, mental health is it, all this, all these, all this isolation and all this, you know, um, and, but then you see people who aren't following those rules. Right. And it, it compounds everything. So I probably answered more than you wanted to know, but I figured I'd share that. So. Oh, I'm glad you're sharing. And it, it's it's interesting because I'm thinking um, it sounds like the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like like now TikTok became the big thing in the last year and a half, but it's from what you're saying, it's, 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 while it's a different platform, it's, it's more of the same of um, in terms of the benefits and, and the pros and cons. So it's, it's interesting. It's like plucking stuff from Instagram going, okay, we're going to move it into a new app and we're just going to call something else and we're going to right. move on. You know, right. So, no, it's yeah. very interesting. So that's, um, no, but thank you. I appreciate you sharing your perspective, both as a college student and, um, and with from COVID and everything else, like it's, it's a lot. And the fact that you got into TikTok during that time. So it's, um, helpful for people to hear sort of the, the many different perspectives. Um, so speaking of COVID, I mean, you talked about, um, you know, that you started, you got on TikTok during quarantine. Do you feel that all it, social media at all has helped uh, in any ways during, during these times um, of, of, you know, sort of less socializing and stuff like that? Or um, has it been more? You know, um, I have to change it up because I can't, even, like, can't keep on answering yes and no because people are stuck <laughs> on the board. 
um, you know, I feel like during COVID, um, the main thing that I use is like Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok. Facebook's more professional. It's a little more kind of uh, formal and a little more kind of molded. Versus Instagram, I feel like is a little more, I, I don't know how to explain it, but regardless, um, I feel like it did help me because sometimes when I was bored, I just like scroll through TikTok and just go, doo, 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 doo. but there were moments in that scrolling where I'd be like, I'm doing something wrong with my life. Like, you know, and, and I actually wanted to talk about this with yeah. you is, is this hustle culture of this like ingrained into society of like, you know, you need to do something now, 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 now. And, you know, during, during quarantine and still during the pandemic, um, you know, um, the, I would see a lot of influencers on Instagram, TikTok, whatever the case may be. And they'd be like, what did you do over quarantine? What did you do while you're sitting at home? I was like, you know what? One, I know they're asking the general populace, but I still like to say to them just to be sarcastic, it's none of your business. Two, <laughs> that's not sarcasm, but whatever. But two, like, I, I don't have to do anything. A, a moment and period in time of, I don't want to say stagnation, but of kind of, that is static. It's not dynamic. It's, it, and, and when I say static, I mean that you're not, it was a very dynamic time period. But in the sense of the static comes in in terms of we were in quarantine. We were home most of the time. We weren't, we were doing things from home, everything from home. And, you know, um, I feel like the, the that, that was, um, you were talking about the, um, it's sort of the hustle culture and movers and shakers. And right, right. Thank you. Thank always you. asking Thank what you do. So people think that because you don't have to, I apologize. So people think that because you, um, you have this like moment in time where you're doing nothing when you are doing something, because if you're doing nothing, you be bored. It's just, you're not doing something that's revolutionary or radical or something that's like, you know, really like, you know, amazing, like lost 40 pounds. And to people that did, you know, kudos, good for you. But it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to learn something new. You don't have to learn how to knit. You could just be. Like, you could just, like, I saw a quote somewhere on Instagram of, like, you know, it's okay if in 2020 that you just lived or just survived. Like, right. like if I would say a Hebrew word, I would, but I'm not going to. Like, you can. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, me'alu me'ever. Like, you don't have to go above and beyond. Right. You know, the the, you don't have to, like, if you just lived, that's okay. That's okay. There's no, there's no, there's no harm. And because, because in actuality, when you say that you didn't, when you actually lived, you, because I feel like there's, there's, there's a kind of a construct of like, what does it mean to be, um, uh, the word is, um, uh, like not effective, but uh, productive. There's, there's, there's just like, you could be productive and not be like lose 40 pounds. You could be productive and, you know, do a lot of work, get really organized in your room. Like there's a billion different things that are still, you know, productive and they might not be, and they don't have to be this like revolutionary thing. And that's what I hated about 
these influencers or other various people and they'd be like, you have to, you know, this is a good time. And I was like, you know what? Just because you're isolated in a place and you sort of, the outside world, because you're isolated in that place, you have that time to think so much. And all those thoughts and all those emotions and those feelings are intensified in a sense because you're sitting there in this one isolated thing and you don't have a way to kind of evade those, you know, thoughts and feelings. So, yeah. Right. No, I think that's great. I think that's a really great takeaway that um, by seeing all these people saying, what are you doing? How are you? And, And you don't know if these people are really sitting around most of the time and in the hour or whatever it is that they're making the video, that's when they're active and they're almost projecting their, I'm not really doing anything but putting out this content. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's almost fascinating. And I, I really, I appreciate that the takeaway is, you know what, it's okay to be. And these people trying to tell me, and again, and one thing I've learned um, working in, in, uh, in No Shame On You is you never know what's really going on. People put in, I mean, this is common and a lot of people say this, but people put, you know, pictures out there on Instagram or whatever. And I've heard stories from therapists about the very people that put the pictures up of their great life. Um, and other people, a therapist told me a story that that she had people, a couple put it this great story, their vacation and the great picture. And people were coming in and talking about this couple in therapy and saying they have the best life and all this stuff. That very couple was seeing her in therapy because the picture that everyone was talking about, they were in a huge fight and their marriage was in trouble and all that kind of stuff. So the point being that you really don't know what's behind the pictures, the videos, all the stuff that's being put out by anybody. And um, and so I think it's a really important takeaway to say, it's okay to just be and the pressure, you know, we shouldn't sort of be, feel pressured by all that we're seeing out there. do you think, I know you mentioned earlier that you, you certainly can't think for everyone else. Do you perceive or have you had conversations with any of your peers about how those kind of, uh, the influencer or, the, or that kind of content affects them? Do you ever have conversations with your peers about that? I, I do. Um, and I think that um, one thing that I've noticed, especially, you know, the other thing that I, I'm not going to talk about politics explicitly, but I will mention that you know, with the, the 2020 election, everything going on, and in certain circles that I'm in, there was a lot of talk about politics, and especially with with Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. That there was a lot of political talk, and 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 so my peers would tell me sometimes they're like, I, I don't, I, I just don't want to look at it. I I, I don't want to talk about it. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like, you know, because people would be on Instagram being like, you know. Well, if you aren't showing support by posting something that doesn't mean like you're not showing support, and I'm like, you literally, it's like the, the most reductive thing I've ever heard. You're reducing my support to one thing on a like, so I, I've heard people, you know, be that they're just like, I, 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 I don't want to look at it. I, I don't want to, you know, I, and this is this is where the 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 the, the good and bad comes in is that. I want to look at it for what I want. I don't have to, I don't want to have to be forced or um, needed. Pressured? Oh, needed. Pressure. Thank you. I, thank you. Um, to, you know, do something. I just want to like live. Like, I, I just want to go on social media, you know, just go on social media. I'm not, I'm not here to, um, and well, I do think that it's a way of activism, quote unquote, which big air quotes. I, I do think that at times that it like puts pressure on people where it's like, you need to find this, you need to repost this, where I'm like, well, I don't want to, but my, 
lack of desire shouldn't be a symbol of my lack of support or whatever the case may be. Um, so I do think that it has an effect on my peers. I feel that I'm, a, it's personally, somebody who uh, deals with several mental health issues that, you know, I'm a much more, and I'm not saying this is better or worse than other people, but I am saying that at times I can be a little more empathic in some ways in terms of being able to read people and being able to kind of understand emotional stuff. And some people my age aren't there yet, which is normal, developmental, and it's fine. Um, right. And that, that kind of edge that I have, which I'm not saying I'm perfect, I'm just saying in this regard that I'm a little bit better, but, or, but there's, I have an, a little bit of an advantage that I, you know, I'm a little more descriptive and a little bit more kind of outward about this stuff, whereas I feel like some of my peers are not as uh, forthcoming about it. And that's okay. That's, that's you know, that's life. That's, that's okay. Um, but I do think that regardless of their forthcomingness, there is still some effect. I don't know about it, but I feel like from the people who are close to friends of mine who are more like me and that kind of openness about emotional stuff, that they have shared with me that, you know, I, they, they don't, they don't, they, they get this pressure sometimes of like, you know, I just can't look at it. Like, I, I don't want to look at it. I, I, I've had it up and I don't want to look at it anymore, you know? And so, yeah. No, I got it. And I think that's very, that's very helpful and a very good way of framing it that, that um, it's not just surfing. Now there's another level of sort of engaging that is expected and that that makes some people say right. i don't even want to i don't want to surf because i'm expected to engage and and there's right that's interesting yeah, and i i uh, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i was just going to oh, say fine. that uh, that you put it perfectly the surfing versus engaging and i feel like in in the pandemic i feel like i had noticed i've noticed a much more kind of engagement like people trying to get people to post things and repost things and that kind of stuff to forward things and share things and that kind of stuff. Because I feel like activism during the pandemic has been much more limited. People can protest, but you're not going to have the March on Washington. You're not going to have all these different things. You're not going to have March of Our Lives. You're not going to have the Women's March. So the amount of activism that can be, do physic that can be done physically in public is, is, is quite constrained. Um, and I feel like because of that, that, that there is a, there is a push to kind of, you're at a traffic circle. There's like a few spokes. One spoke is to public activism and to go, you know, physically. The other spoke is to kind of media activism through Instagram and social media. And we used to be down this one path and I feel like we veered toward another. Right. Um, and so that's, I, I just wanted to note that, that I feel like it's, it's, it, it, it always has been, about surfing and engaging, but I feel like there's a there's a there's a greater shift to engagement currently. So yeah, no, that's very helpful, and I think a lot of people don't realize that that that's what's going on, um, especially in your you know with your peers and and you that that there's this expectation. So I think that's very helpful. Right. To hear. Um, do you have any uh, final thoughts or advice to either? I know you again. You said I want to acknowledge that you said earlier that you can't um, you know you can't read minds and you don't know what other people are thinking. But if you had advice to either parents, teens, or young adults with respect to mental health and social media? I think we touched on a lot of important things today. And is there anything you would add or have people look out for um, with respect to a lot of what we talked about today in terms of feeling othered and, and connections and, and engagement right. and that kind of stuff? Right. 
Um, so again, I'm a, I, I, I'm a person who likes to practice things. It's one of my many um, <laughs> not awesome. so good things. Oh, Talk to my good. therapist about it. I'm working on it. Um, good. And um, but I think um, what I was going to say was that I'm not a parent, but I'm a child, so I can. But the what I've noticed is that we, we need to, in Hebrew, down the kafshut, give the benefit of the doubt. Right. And you need to sort of be like, you know, um, I'm going to bring in my therapy once again. You have to sort of radically accept, which means you have to sort of say, this is what it is for now. I'll try to do my best. Like, this is what it is for now. And I, but I know in the future that it will get better. But it's radically accepting what's in the middle right now, because you can't change right now. You sort of have to, you can't change it, but you know, so I feel like for parents that understanding that, you know, and especially in the quarantine, and I hope my parents aren't listening to this, but when I was home, you know, I love them dearly, but um, when I was home, my mother would be like, you know, why are you so tired? Why are you so bored? Or why are you so just like frustrated and burnt out? And I was like, because I'm sitting at a screen all day doing work. And because I'm not walking to class, I'm not, you know, and the beginning was much harder. Now it's a little easier because I've been doing it for almost a year. Right. Um, but the, you know, like that, I, I think that understanding that kids could be, you know, sitting on their behinds all day doing work and whatever, or be virtual or whatever. Um, I know some kids are in person, but whatever. But, but that, that is very, very draining sitting at a computer screen all day, looking, doing assignments, having a list of things to do, going this, 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 like, it's very draining. And I think that the understanding is, is that we need to be understanding that, you know, this is nothing like nothing else. And although, you know, you might have experienced certain things, you know, you might've, um, that meaning like, you know, there might've been things that have been worse than this or, you know, it's also like, I feel like parent who works from home, there's a different kind of level of, I don't know how to say this, but there's just a different, you know, there, there's, this is what I was going to say. There's also a social component to it. When right. you're working, I know that when you're working, you have like your work friends, but like, I feel like that's more professional and that's much more kind of, you know, in a formal sense. Whereas when you go to school every day, you're seeing people the same, like the same people every day. And the, the absence of that causes people to be like, well, I, like I have three halves of the pie. Where's the fourth? You right. know, like I, I, I need that fourth. That, that's a part of me. Right. I might not like it all the time, but it is part of me. And I, so I think that the, the overarching theme is to, 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 to do your best and I, to, to be understanding. And that's not, easy to just say be understanding people that's not easy at all what i am saying is, is that there needs to be just you know because i think there's a lot of demands for kids and there's a lot of demands that parents might not understand and i feel like you know just being understanding of the time period and even as things get better and even as you know we're opening up hopefully and that you know the vaccine is coming out Definitely soon, that still can be, you know, that 
that could still be a time where people need, you know, understanding and just, you know, so, yeah. Right. No, that's very helpful. I think understanding a lot of um, tip articles, you know, we post articles all the time on our social media and a lot of experts say, you know, definitely to be understanding with your, with everyone right now, because you don't, you know, people are all handling this in different ways. And I think um, from what you said, and I've learned a lot that social media adds a pressure, especially for your, you and your peers that, you know, I think, I think people, uh, you know, are, are, you know, your parents age, maybe that there isn't this pressure of engagement in the way that you're describing. And I think that that um, makes a big difference. And there it adds a whole other layer of pressure, let alone the social stuff and the otherness and all that kind of stuff. So right, because, you know, in, in, in you know, my parents from the 70s and the 80s, and I, obviously, I mean, you can relate to this, you, you didn't like talk to your, like, there was no, like, you were you would call them on the phone or you'd walk to their house or you'd like, there was no, you wouldn't like, you know, I say like, you wouldn't see them. You would see them in person and then you wouldn't see them. You'd have to physically go see them. You couldn't just like, right, you know, no go media. on your phone and just like, be like, Hey, what's right. up? You want like, it's not like that. So. No, and there was no texting. There was no email. I mean, it's, it right. was a whole different, and now email is like considered old school and there was no, e- I mean, it's right. funny how, right. Right. um, but anyway, yeah, it's so exactly. So there was none of that. So there was also less pressure. On the one hand, it's so, it's so much easier to connect with people now. Um, and the flip side of that is you're also seeing what everyone's up to. And that can be very right. hard. So it's, it's um, right. yeah, no, it, it definitely. Well, thank you. Um, you um, always, I always learn a lot when I talk to you. So it's always a treat um, to get like to talk I, to you. And now we got you. to do it. Other people get to uh, learn your pearls of wisdom as well. So thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to, you know, you know, no shame on you is excited to work with you on other stuff too. I know we have other stuff going on. So thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk with us today and, and educate us and uh, look forward to, to connecting soon. Likewise.